Tea drinkers and listeners, this is Corey Calder with Staffelty Spilling the Tea. Today's guest is one of my newest friends in education, Mr. John Meister. John and I connected over Twitter and had a couple of book chat sessions about Principal Cafe Lay's leadership books. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. There's the bell. Time for class. This is Corey Calder with Staffelty Spilling the Tea. We have on a special episode today. Uh, this season that we're in, it's pretty much kind of been Verina teachers, but I got a special guest on today, my good friend, John Meister from Hermitage High School. How's it going? I'm doing pretty well. How about yourself, man? I'm doing good, man. It's uh, it's a, one of my first early morning Saturday podcasts, but the windows are up, open, nice breeze coming through. It's uh, it's nice. Oh, yeah. You can't you can't go wrong with 70 degree weather. Nice, nice feel of the school year starting. Nice fall feel. Yeah. And, and, and football on the Sunday. So I love it. Hey, <laughs> do me a favor and introduce yourself and how you got into education to the audience. All right, yeah. So yeah, just like you said, my name is John Meister. I've been teaching for about eight years now. This is my you know, third year at Hermitage. I taught two years before that at Henrico and three years in Norfolk Public Schools at Norview High School. Um, I think I got into education. My whole family is in education. Um, my sister works at uh, Easton Preschool in Norfolk as a special pre-K teacher. My mom's the office manager also at Easton Preschool. Uh, I think my dad's the only outlier who was a Navy man, and <laughs> we all traveled the world with him. But we've just always been very in uh, with my mom being an office manager. We just got the in and outs of education so much that it kind of just poured into our blood. So we just hopped on that train right away. <laughs> oh, for sure, man. Yeah. And I got some family from the 757. I don't really get down there much, um, but I know education is strong down there. Oh, yeah. We are very proud. The limited resources we have, we use it to max. That's for sure. We love it down there. Oh, that's nice. Well, let's, let's dive into kind of your roles um, before and after COVID. So, like, you know, when you what were you kind of doing before we were out on March 13th, the day that I'll never forget? What <laughs> what, what were you doing? Um, admin aid role, teaching? What was your role at uh, Hermitage? Oh, man, yeah. I was uh, playing two roles. Yeah, I was an admin aide and uh, AP stats geometry teacher at uh, Herm. So my goal, I'm a big data guy. I love numbers. I love analyzing them. So my focus was on our attendance. Now, I mean, you can see this through video. We are chronic absenteeism rates were through the roof, um, just like a lot of other schools. It's just difficult uh, trying to maintain that. So we just took the time last year to really focus and analyze how we could figure out trends, uh, looking at things from a student's perspective, how can we get students back engaged in school culture? And we were doing a great job, man. We would meet every Wednesday, analyzing data, doing all that on top of discipline, but really changing that school culture um, to get students back to re-engagement. And man, we were, we were right there. We were at that nice 16%. We were hitting it. And then March 13th happened and said, bam, everyone's got to go. And I was really bummed about that. Yeah, and, and then now with the attendance piece uh, being so different during COVID, um, you know, if you're still involved, are you still involved with that? Yeah, when you're talking attendance, man, it is a beast of, I feel, for every administrator, teacher, and student trying to keep up with what attendance looks like during COVID. It is tough. It definitely is. But, you know, we have, like, I mean, you working at it with Hermitage. I know at Verina we got a strong team um, cranking it out, and I've heard some other people at other schools doing things with Excel spreadsheets to kind of help the process along. That's right. Well, so, so, now, so now during COVID, you know, you're, you're teaching AP um, and doing admin aid. What, what's that kind of looking like for you? It's, it's, 
It's probably the most challenging time I would say uh, that I've ever had in teaching, not from a perspective, you know, you know, you're creating, I teach stats, AP stats and geometry. So I'm creating three new curriculums virtually and just having that opportunity plus being an admin aide, you're just living two different worlds. There are just so many, you know, the challenges that come with virtually teaching as a teacher and then the challenges that come as an admin aide, you know, looking for that role of understanding both perspectives. Because right now it feels like administrators and teachers are living two different lives, which, you know, it's tough when you're in the building, you sense a sense of community, but being so disconnected at times or, you know, teachers are at home and admin is like, are some in the building, some are not. It's tough to build that sense of community that I'm used to. And being a teacher admin in, you kind of hear both sides of the story. So uh, balancing that out too, to like help teachers understand administrators and help administrators understand teachers. It's been a big role for me. For sure. Now, now what, what are you kind of doing as a uh, admin aide right now? Cause I know, you know, during the school year when, when I was an admin aide, um, it was a lot of um, discipline, you know, discipline, discipline, discipline. And then you had your mentors taking you on observations, praise walks, doing a bunch of different projects. And then I know your principal was similar to one that I had when I was an admin aide and, you know, they looked out for you. So if they thought you could handle a task, boom, they gave it to you. Um, what's it like do, doing it during this virtual setting? Yeah. So, so this year I go to, so I'm currently in grad school at UVA and this is my internship year. So this is my last year of school before I can officially put administrator supervisor on my certificate. So luckily, you know, Mr. League and or Tyler League has been super helpful. And same with Dr. Jackson, getting me involved in any facet of this. So like I've been helping monitoring new learning, getting those asterisks off students' names, which is incredibly difficult when you can't see the student um, and you're having such tight deadlines. So doing that uh, has been a new challenge, which is very exciting. Attendance is still a piece, trying to balance that communication where we're not overbearing teachers but, and making sure that communication is key to make sure that we are re-engaging and being part of that re-engagement team and making sure that we're seeing progress in when this time comes, when we're back in the, the building, we haven't like lost students through the cracks. So we're just trying to make sure we do that. And then just basically anything and everything I can get my hands on with VTS, VTSS, um, you know, walking through, like I'm in the building. So trying to be points of contact while I'm in the building, anything I can get my hands on, really, <laughs> I'm trying to. Very cool. Very cool. Now you keep saying re-engagement. What do you think uh, that will look like uh, when we get back into school in person? What, how are you visioning that work in as a whole or at Herm? How, how are you expecting that to work? I think it's a big thing of establishing school culture right now. I think when we're looking at um, how that's going to be, it's not going to be the same, obviously, because we know we're not going to have full capacity when we first transition back into the building. Some students are thriving virtually, so they may to choose to remain virtual for the rest of the year. How that looks, we don't know. But just making sure they understand um, the culture now virtually and how it will transition into the school. So like when we're doing things like positive behavior reports and how are we recognizing students now for doing what's right virtually and how that can carry over into the building net once we start actually walking in. How are we, however, how is administration really pushing that idea to teachers of establishing a culture that can transition from virtual to um, back to the building, like expectations versus and things like that. Like, 
hey, these are my expectations virtually, and this is how it's going to carry over when we meet back in the building, things like that. Just having that culture and realization that at some, at some point we will be back in the building because we want those students to have flexibility, but we also want that structure as well. So it's, it's a balance for sure to try to build that culture now that will carry over. So it's always thinking 12 steps ahead, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what are y'all doing at, at Herm to, to build that strong school culture? Cause I know at Verina right now, you know, we've, and you might've seen it cause you're a big social media guy, which we'll dive yeah. into, but we're a big, you know, hashtag VHS one family. Um, we used to be hashtag one family, but there's a cricket team that I guess owns that hashtag now. So their logo comes up after the hashtag and it's called branding. Super weird. I'm a super nerd about it. So we had to change the hashtag to VHS one family, but we're a family, man. We're, you know, checking in with students. Um, I'm exploring with TikTok and trying to connect uh, with students through videos and uh, running our social media with Instagram. Like we're really trying to connect with students. And I know when the kids come to the classroom, which I'm super excited about how high our attendance has been. Um, our teachers are doing a remarkable job at connecting with the kids and getting them to stay and teaching them. Um, and I'm popping in the classrooms and seeing all of that. Uh, but what we're doing on our end is we're also trying to rebrand the school. We got a bunch of uh, Verina logos spray painted all over campus. So when we finally get back, there's going to be so much. I feel like it's gonna be like a family cookout. Like you show up and it's like, oh, my God, everyone's here. Here we go. You know, um, what are you all doing at Herm? So luckily, yeah, we're, we're doing similar things. Um, so we have our new school-wide expectations. You know, it's, we call it AIR, accountability, integrity, and responsibility. So we just we use the phrase Panther Pride is in the air no matter where you are. So the whole idea here is we're just, we're just building that whole concept of just we are a, like we said, like, like just similar to what Brian is doing is we're building a culture of we're here for you. We're doing our best. And we want you to feel that you are being respected and loved as well. So we're trying to do the same thing. I know the VTSS team is trying to build the same idea, putting those expectations back in the building. We have a great opportunity with this nine weeks to kind of like rebrand the school and take, you know, put Dr. Jackson's image all over the building. I mean, this is only his second year at Herm. So this is a brand new, I mean, his first year ended in March. <laughs> so yeah. So he gets a lot of, yeah, he gets a lot of wiggle room trying to push a new brand and kind of re-image the school. So when kids come back, like you said, it's like, it's a whole different world. Like, oh my gosh, this is the new Herm and it's great. And I think just pushing that towards teachers as well and keeping them focused and loved as well is such a big thing. So just trying to reimagine Herm and taking that time is a real big thing for us at the moment and pushing the air um, idea and those air qualities that we um, love and trust so much now. And repeat that again, air is is what again? It's accountability, integrity, and responsibility. Very cool, I should have guessed the integrity, the eye, well, it's in the eye. So, <laughs> uh, well, that's awesome, and, and I, I, like, I like those three characteristics or even like core values, you know, holding each other accountable, whether it's staff to staff, student to student, student to staff, whatever, right? Integrity, being honest, and then obviously, uh, last but not least, being responsible. Uh, whether it's virtual or in person, these three, it doesn't matter how we're getting our education and doing what we do best, but it's, it's a core, you know? So I, I love that. I love the Panthers um, flying with it. Fly. What'd you say? Flying with air, flying on air. So it's a Panther pride is in the air. That's, Panther that's, pride is in the air. I love that, man. Yeah. 
Um, so how did, let's let's kind of roll into uh, social media. So I know that's how you and I got connected over a uh, principal, a cafe lay book. And then we hung out, got some coffee from six feet apart, uh, chatted <laughs> books, and then, you know, just became good friends. Um, how have you used social media to connect uh, with other teachers? Oh man, social media, what a resource uh, Twitter has been uh, for like the rebranding of teachers. I feel like it's just an amazing resource right now, just um, reaching out. So I, I love it. I think just like we did, just talking through Twitter, reaching out to people saying, like, how are you doing this? Like, um, I remember I posted like a Bitmoji classroom and I had people from Verina, I forget, uh, it was one of the chemistry teachers of Verina asked me, oh, how'd you get that started? Sending him a link. And it's just so nice when you like something and how it pops up on other people's feeds. Like when I'm looking at my social media now, I see all the likes from Highland Springs. I see all the likes from Verina, you know, and I see all the likes from Henrico. So it's nice to see what other schools are doing so I can reach out to them and be like, oh my gosh, the Henrico High School Library is doing amazing things. Let me reach out and get an idea, pick their brain for a second. And so far, every teacher has been so helpful and like reliable on, oh, this is what I've done. Or even principals, like I've, uh, you know, direct message Dr. White a couple times from Highland Springs. And I'm like, how is your, uh, you know, how are you doing restorative practices? I saw that you posted a book about you doing uh, restorative practices and restorative justice. Like, what does that look like at Highland Springs? Can I come visit? And he's like, oh man, anytime, come on. So it's just like, just that aspect where I'm not going through an email, that alone has been extremely helpful because they get flooded with so many emails, but a direct message off Twitter, it's nice because they're like, oh, it's right in their face, you know? Yeah, and, and, and that's what I really enjoyed. You know, sometimes you get to schools and, and I don't think these types of teachers even listen to this podcast, but, you know, you got your like sour teachers or a little negative from time to time. And so you're kind of hesitant to ask them. But if you follow someone on Twitter, you can kind of see their brand and what they're yeah. about. So it makes reaching out to them, to me, a lot easier. Um, I know at first it was tough to like DM someone for me. Uh, but once you started doing it enough, you know, this summer I was – DM and author, authors and having them on the show and doing some PD with them, professional learning. Um, so yeah, I love, I love connecting. I'm glad you and I uh, connected on Twitter. And, and I, I think for me, what I love about it is I'm able to use it to sort of like push out our brand of, of our one family. You know, I, I'm, I'm pushing it on my accounts. A lot of teachers at our school, we have a huge like Twitter community at our school and it makes us being virtual so much easier because I can see you know, Whitney Griffiths post a photo of something she's doing or her giving a shout out of a staff member. And then this staff member retweeting this. And it's like, it makes me feel like I'm back at Rhino. That sounds so weird, but it makes me feel because I'm still connecting with all those teachers. So it sounds like you're having a similar experience. Oh yeah. I feel like I'm, I, I feel like this is going to be one of those moments where like when we actually meet back in person or if we ever as multiple schools meet together, I'll start talking to people that have never actually met me, but I've only seen them through likes from Twitter and be like, I know your entire life. I know what you're doing. How's it going? And they'll be like, I don't even know you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, oh, I follow I, you on Twitter. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I, you liked my post three days ago. How do you yeah, know that? <laughs> exactly. Not the mask. Don't tell me it's the mask. <laughs> yeah. And I, that, that's what I've, I've super enjoyed. And, you know, I did summer school with Miss um, Hill Davis and Mr. Austin. And they're both from Highland Springs. And it was cool to connect with them on Twitter and then carry our, our relationship into like a definitely professional relationship because I was leaning on them both uh, this summer for uh, virtual summer school 
admin. Um, and so it was really nice to have them meet them on Twitter, meet them in a virtual world. It made the relationship that much stronger. Oh, yeah. I will say there's something about Brian and Highland Springs that like I am jealous of and I want to bring to the Herm. Yeah, well, I, I'll tell you what, on Friday nights, it's, it's a special feeling in the air. But besides that, you know, besides game days, um, it, it's all love and support, man. It's all love. And, you know, we everyone I've connected with over there, I've absolutely loved. Um, and I, I hope they could say the same about connecting with us. So I'm sure it's coming down the pipeline, man. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, Verona's and Highland Springs School culture is something that, like, like I said, I will be flooded with likes of all like Highland Springs rocking their Springer shirts, Verina rocking the one families. I'm like, this, I like it. I like what we see here. And I'm so excited to bring that with Dr. Jackson and bringing that culture and re like taking the time to bring that to Herm and having that once again, you know, having that strong Herm pride and what that looks like for Hermitage again. It's, it, it's, it's really exciting how we're building that right now. Well, and I love that. I can't wait to see, you know, how it comes out um, because as a lot of my mentors and, different people would say is, you know, you either got to steer the ship or the ship's going to steer you. And so it's like, nope, we're going to get control of this and we're going to take it right where we want it. So you can, you doing that at Herm is definitely powerful. Oh yeah. We're very excited about it. I, it's just, uh, especially now with COVID and things like that and how it's going to change the dynamics of teaching, you know, when we're looking at culture, it's going to be such a vital thing. You know, they talk about, you know, the, the, the roles of a principal and how many hats they have on, but the culture is such a vital, vital aspect of their job and creating a culture of, you know, success in students as well as teachers. And you're working overtime for that with COVID because you have burnt out teachers and you have burnt out students. So the role of a principal right now is astronomically more difficult because what they have to, like, they used to be able to rely on one or the other. And now it's like, I've got to bring both parties back together. Definitely. Uh, I'm with you. Now let's, let's kind of talk about, um, you know, the double life, you know, last year, I, the last couple of years, I've been an admin aide and a teacher. That's kind of your current role right now. Um, you know, how, how are you, how are you being successful at your job? Um, what are some struggles that you are having? Oh yeah. I will say this, this is not, Especially this year, I'm an aide last year. I feel like being in school, seeing principals, seeing administrators, like you said, was was a little bit different. I felt like it was a little bit easier. But I love the challenge now in COVID world. Like I love this challenge because it's making me rethink everything I had about leadership and as a teacher. Living that double life, you know, you're basically a liaison for both administration and teachers. Mm -hmm. now, teachers will be honest and open with you because you're still a teacher. And administrators will be honest and open with you because they know you're striving to be an administrator. So it's great to hear the voices of both and balancing that out. Sometimes it can be like, you know, you don't, you, you like hate to call, you don't want to like start blabbing to both parties. You want to keep confidence and everything like that. But it's good to hear the both and be able to explain to teachers what you're doing and administrators like, hey, these are the struggles right now we're seeing with teachers. Can we rebalance this? Can we refocus this? Can we challenge someone else to step up? versus can we lessen the load off of them? And it just makes me see as an administrator or like as a future administrator, what is it, what should be expected of me? And especially in this world of COVID and like technology um, and integration of technology, I've seen so much where if you're an administrator, you need to be on your game with technology now. And 
I've, I've come to realize that as a teacher, you know, I spend three, four hours, you know, a, a night or even like, and then into the weekends building my curriculum to make sure it's as smooth as possible. And I just keep thinking in my head is like, as a leader, I should be able to do that as well. Like I should be able to, if I'm doing proper observations, I should know the inner, like not just the interaction in the class, like virtually, I should see the detailed work in their, their Schoology classes, the detailed work and how they set up placement and the connection, like knowing that, oh, this took hours to do because I know I've done that before. So it's been super helpful living in this COVID world, seeing the, the difficulties and challenges of being a burnt out teacher and being trying to strive to be an admin as well. Like you kind of, you kind of respect both a little bit more and you want to blend them more than they, than they are right now. Definitely. And, and I, I say one thing that I'm trying to get used to um, in my new role is from admin aid to like admin intern is, is the speed, you know, it's, it's like I'll wake up and once eight o'clock hits or even earlier, it's like, boom. And I feel like the days are flying in a virtual world as opposed to me being in the building, which is, weird i thought i would have more time on my hands but it's it's not feeling that way and so staying organized and even that when i used to be a teacher staying organized um and planning my day the day before has helped me hopefully what i what i think right now i'm being successful uh but only the end of the year will kind of show that one um but i think the organization is one skill i've i've needed what's a couple skills that you you've had to adopt learn or you've always had that's helped you do your job well so if it was me, I'm a big proponent of planning and outlining and building. Like you said, I am a day-to-day guy right now, um, building my curriculum and things like that. Um, things that really help me is just, you know, understanding timelines and always being forward focused and being data time. So like what I mean by that is I understand when I'm, when I build my curriculum, like as a teacher, I know what I'm doing the next day but I know how that carries on into the future. This is not like I'm getting through Friday. I was like, I know what I'm doing Tuesday. I might not know what Wednesday looks like, but I know at the end how this connects to like the unit test or things like that. And that's kind of how I take the administrative role as well. It's like, all right, I know what I have to get done today that's manageable. And I know how that will trickle into effect the overall goal and mission of what my expectations are for myself and for our team. So that helps trying to like thinking of that way, always having the small and the big blend um, has always been extremely helpful for me when, you know, assigning tasks, distributing leadership on the admin side or same thing with my distributing leadership in classes. Like what, what do I need to do versus what does the student need to do? And I flipped my classroom for virtual, which has been super helpful and putting the responsibility on the students and they've, they've exceeded expectations and it's allowed me to do the same kind of with uh, admin is just using that distributive leadership and be like, hey, we have a lot of skilled people here and we have minimum roles that we could actually excel at. Let's use these people to excel at those specific roles. Nice, nice. Yeah. And, and, and even like, you know, handing out tasks and, and delegating different things, um, that's it sounds like that's kind of kind of be how you're going to operate once you, uh, you know, bump up to the bigger role that I know you want. Oh, yeah. I'm a big believer of. So, like, when I look at myself, I'm a big believer of servant leadership. And what that means is I my expectation is I should be able to do and hand everything 
to a teacher. Now, I'm not going to do everything for a teacher, but my expectation is I should be able to, like, if I'm asking them to build a curriculum, I should be able to understand and help them build that curriculum with them. Like, if a teacher is struggling, like, I look at COVID world, and if a teacher is struggling to build lesson plans, as an administrator, in my mind, I should be able to sit down with them and actually help them build their curriculum. I might not know their content, but I should be able to know a framework of it. And like taking that time and then challenging them from that point. Okay, well, now that you know, let's, I'm going to distribute that leadership to you. You're going to now be my expert and challenge them to step up to the role. And, you know, you have some teachers that absolutely have, have no, no role in that. They don't want anything to do. They want to just keep doing what they're doing. But I feel like we're underestimating. We have a for, workforce of 120 eager teachers that want to show off how capable they are and willing to do more than being asked. It's just reaching out. And like you said, time, like administrators don't have the time <laughs> every every day to do that. Yeah. And, and that time is definitely key. And it's, we, we're learning, we're learning and I'm, I'm so fresh into it. Oh yeah. I agree. I got that seal. Um, on the diploma, you know, or not, not my diploma, my license. And when you get that sent to you in the mail, it's like this big giddy feeling. And it's like, all right, let's get to work. But, you know, as you were finding out, you know, you got to put the time in way, way, way before that to really start learning what it's like to do that role. And same with teachers. Teachers have to learn what it's like to be successful teachers. Um, I'm seeing a bunch, and I want your opinion on this. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing a bunch of teachers you know, the first couple of weeks, build those strong relationships like we've been taught to do, but they're doing it in like really fun and engaging ways. I mean, having the kids quickly send the teacher two truths and a lie. And then during asynchronous instruction, uh, the teacher creates a cahoot about all the two truths and the lie and the kids names. And then the kids got to play it and learn a little bit about one another. Like that was something so cool that could also happen in the real world, but it's happening virtually because that's sort of how you got to get to know people. What are you seeing that teachers are doing or that you're doing to build those relationships, but also teach that content virtually? Oh yeah. I've, I'm seeing the similar thing. So what I did was I made a, like I did a flip grid where I asked students to properly pronounce their names. Cause that was a huge thing for me. I was like, I do not want to go into, I would always emphasize, I do not want to come into this calling someone's name and doing it incorrectly. Or if you go by Katie versus Catherine, I need to know that. So I was like, create a flip grid. And on that flip grid, I just need to know your name, a little bit about yourself, and a favorite song. So what we did was my student teacher and I, we created a, a playlist. And so like every morning or every time we start a class, we start playing the music from the playlist of the students. And you can see students turn their cameras on to like to like just start like listening to the music because they ca- it catch their eyes. And they're like, hey, Mr. Meister. And it's fun to listen to them or like see their excitement. They're like, hey, that's my song. That's the song I chose to get that conversation started. And then like what we do is for like morning routines, we just like ask absurd questions to get them start talking. Like last week we were, the warm up was, you know, what's the flavor of bubble gum? So like we had students just try to communicate what the flavor of bubble gum was and they, and just having them talk it through something that's not math related, but something that they can get used to just conversating through a screen. Cause they're used to doing like FaceTime and all of this but we were, we're starting to recognize that students aren't tech savvy. They're social media savvy. Mm-hmm. And so relearning, like in trying to teach them these 21st century skills has been really fun. Yeah. And, and, and you know, definitely keep those skills when you start leading departments mm-hmm. and leading teams, because 
as I'm finding out how I did things in the classroom with building relationships and, and delivering my materials, I'm doing that now. Like I'm still doing the, the engaging fun things that I've liked and I'm, and I'm not afraid to own up when I'm wrong, like I would when I'm in the classroom. So although the roles and the hats are very different, your core is very similar. Yeah, it's been, it's been an exciting time for sure. And um, being a teacher at an admin aid, I, I feel like I wouldn't change it for the world right now, just because like I said, I like, I get to learn, like there are so many amazing teachers at Hermitage High School. Like I have a good friend, uh, uh, Paul, and his whole classroom for, I don't know how many years he's been teaching, but at least a decade has been students standing up in his classroom doing algebra one problems. Like he was a hands-on teacher. He was a 360 math guy. He was like, everyone up, we're doing problem after problem. We're going to learn together. And he was teaching double block algebra one uh, and algebra one. And he was succeeding. Though, I mean, he got kids to pass um, the SOL and he was doing a great job at it. And now he's having to rework his entire curriculum. And he's like, I'm not used to virtual, but he's putting in the time and effort and it's just, it's a good thing to see as a teacher, because as an administrator, you might not recognize that. Like you might not recognize that transition to how difficult it is for some teachers to make this three, 180 spin of how they approach the classroom now virtually. So it's like, it's nice to see as a teacher, because I'm like, I respect so many of you so much more. And then as an admin, I get to kind of sneak that in and kind of like bring that to light. I'm like, Hey guys, we have some great leaders that are pop are, are showing, you know, they might not be the bitmoji masters where they're linking things and you're jumping in from one to the other, but they're changing their entire curriculum, like lifestyle, <laughs> like they're changing everything uh, and they're succeeding and you're not hearing any hiccups. Like they're actually doing it. And I feel like those are the teachers that sometimes go unheard and need to get the recognition they deserve. So it's been nice as an admin aide slash teacher to kind of be that voice for them. Very cool. And, 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 I, and I'll tell you, I challenge you this, man, this school year, do everything you can to, you know, positively reward teachers, faculty, uh, so faculty, staff, teachers, students, whatever you can do to positively reward people and, and not monetary. You know, you don't need to go buy stuff, but yeah. just shout outs on Twitter, um, random superlatives at a faculty meeting, whatever you can do to raise that positive spirit, do it because it carries and it carries a long way. And then when we get back to being in person, it's going to make that transition so much easier because now teachers are feeling, all right, I felt good, but now I'm back. I'm back home. Yeah. And so is there anything else you want to chat about uh, before we um, get into some shout outs? Um, anything you want to talk about? I mean, I'm just curious about you, man. How you been doing? I know that like this is a crazy turnaround for you to be an admin intern. I just want to know a little bit more about how that looks from, you know, having half classes half intern last year to now full intern. How's that transition going for you? It's going well, man. So last year I was able to keep, uh, last year I, I had supervision of the fine arts department and I'm able to keep them. So it's really cool to already have the relationship built from a managerial standpoint. Um, they're not afraid to text me or call me about anything. Um, and I'm not afraid to deliver bad news or news that's going to require them to do a little more work during this stressful time. Um, because they know that I care and and I and I know from them that that they care about me. And so that's that transition's been seamless. Uh, I picked up the English content in that department, like all departments at our school, but that department's 
one of a kind. I mean, they do Friday, the last Friday of every month is their uh, content meeting or their department meeting. And you're thinking last Friday of the month, like I don't really want to be there uh, like 8.15 in the morning. And it's energy, it's YouTube videos, it's content. People are sharing, people are happy to see each other. It's a wonderful department ran by Beth Furman. Um, she knows how to run a department. And so just learning how to do that from Beth has been like an extra grad class you don't learn about. Um, and then I just you know, picked up some other roles and positive, you know, positive branding and, and different things. So stuff that I love doing um, is like my core. And then obviously just helping uh, Principal Thompson, who's been wonderful, uh, helping him with anything he needs help with. Our admin team um, is strong in the sense that we're getting it done. So we'll be meeting and it's like, all right, we need this done, this done, this done, this done. Who can tank it out? And someone's like, I'll take that, I'll take that, I'll take that. And so you trust one another. And then, you know, Mr. Turpin will call me or I'll pick up the phone and call him uh, because, you know, we, we need help with one another. Hey, man, how do you do this? Oh, hey, man, how do you do this? And we just chat. So it's fun to keep those relationships. I think what I've, what I've had, I've been fortunate about is that I was a teacher and admin aide at Verina. And now I'm an intern at Verina. So my relationships are already built. I don't know how challenging it would be if I were to be at another school and not have those relationships and phone numbers and, and everything already established for me. So that has been a positive. And, and, you know, my staff will tell you, you know, I'm learning. So I I made a mistake recently where I asked them to change something in their grade book um, because a couple of years ago, that's the way it was. And then I sent an apology email yesterday with a bitmoji and I was like, I'm so sorry. You can do things the way you can because the glitch is fixed. And I had four emails coming back. No worries, Calder. I actually like doing that better anyway. You you know, we appreciate you, Calder. So like, it, it's nice. It, it, it's really that one family feel. Um, the only thing that's been a challenge is just getting used to the speed of it. And Anne-Marie Seeley would always tell me that. She was like, you'd wake up in the middle of the night and you would be like, oh my God, I got to add that to my checklist. Or, oh my God, okay, I'm good. I got a day or two. And so I'm experiencing that now. So just getting used to the speed of things, but also learning how to disconnect. You know, I'm not checking my today, Saturday. I'm not checking my email. You know, I might get an important email. I'm not checking it until Sunday night, just so I know what I'm getting myself into Monday. And so really trying to learn how to unplug. Um, And I know some teachers are like, there's no way I can do that. There's absolutely no way I can unplug. And it's like, if it's a Saturday, you, you might feel like you have to do this work, but, but it's Saturday. Like, Spend time with the family, spend time with your fur babies, spend time with your friends distance, go to the gym, work out, go for a walk, do something to take care of your body. Because whether you've enjoyed these first two weeks or you've had a terrible first two weeks, and this is something I've seen, this is a, this is a marathon, as we all know. And so you could have done terrible mile one and two, but you got this whole race ahead of you that you can fix and get, and get, get caught back up to speed. So, um, yeah, I don't know if I answered your question, but I'm just I'm trying my best. I'm learning what I'm my new roles are, but I'm also doing what I do best um, in my current role, which is build those relationships and and brag about the positive things going on at this school. Yeah, that's a pretty incredible. Yeah, that's a great way of phrasing it too, a marathon, because that's the same thing. It's you know, when we look at this, that transition from virtual to back in person too, that's gonna be a whole different aspect to the marathon. That's gonna be a little bit hilly and things like that. It's gonna have its ups and downs. That's a great way of phrasing it, looking at it like that, like just keeping that perspective into teachers. That's a good way of phrasing it. I like that. And 
it's great to hear that about the relationships too, because that's very true. I didn't think about that. Like if you're going like for the new administrators that are going into building these relationships virtually, that's got to be tough. Like you have like to, to not understand your department chairs, to not have that relationship with them, to of trust, to know like what they're doing versus what you're doing, your agenda versus their agenda. It's that's got to be tough virtually. And how are you reaching out? So that's, that's, that's an interesting thing. And you're very lucky to be part of a great squad of Verinus people. Yeah. And, and, and one thing, you know, I was, I was not stressed, but I was crunching to a deadline on something and I was stuck and, you know, in, in the normal classroom, a normal school setting, I would pick a couple teachers and I'd just go to an observation um, in that classroom because I know when I go in that classroom, I'm going to feel positive and engaged. And that's what I did. I was with, with Miss Noah. Um, we did a virtual walkthrough with Miss Furman and Miss Harris, uh, English collab class, and they kill it every day. You know, they kill it. So when you walk in, you're like, oh, the kids are participating. Cameras are on. They've established this Norman routine and you're there and they greet you with a smile and the kids are like, hey, Calder, hey, Miss Noah. And it's like, all right, my bucket's filled. Let me hang out for a little bit. Boom, I'm going back to the classroom. And so just to have those relationships and know who your teachers are and know where you can go for a positive experience and a quick, you know, jolt of coffee that's not coffee um, <laughs> is key, man. So definitely, you know, recognize who those teachers are for you that on a bad day, you can just go sit in their room to check your emails because the positivity is infectious. Oh man, that's great advice. I really appreciate that. I even think about that too. Cause yeah, it's, it's going to be, I'm very excited. I'm, I'm interested to start when I, you know, when the time comes in the spring to really press into applying for admin jobs. I'm just excited for that because people like you and connecting with you and so many of the Henrico at county schools have just been so helpful. And I feel like no matter if I'm in the county or somewhere else in Virginia, I know that I'm going to be successful because what I've learned from, you know, being a, you know, life learner or light and being life ready, you know, <laughs> definitely. Now, um, this is the, the time of the show where you can um, quickly give some shout outs or are there some colleagues or, or staff mentor or staff members or mentors out there that you just want to give a quick thank you or shout out to? Oh yeah, there's definitely a couple. Yeah. It's uh, his name is you know, Paul Ritz. Like I said earlier, is just doing an incredible job at uh, Hermitage transitioning from his curriculum. You know, he may not, you know, he's not the most tech savvy, but he's definitely putting the hours. Uh, you know, Harry Gavin is just doing incredible things as a department chair. And I'll have to give a shout out to Mr. Lee, uh, our associate principal at Herm. I talk to him every day. He's in the building with me. You know, I go in and he's just, you know, he's honest and, and he's one of the most honest people I know. And he tells the truth. And it's great to just kind of see where he is. You know, good days or bad days, he'll tell you how it is. And he's just that honesty kind of gives you a good light of what it would be to be an administrator. And he's more than willing to help out in any situation. So it's just been good to see, like, you know, to see the struggles. And I, I, I give him a shout out for that because it's something, you know, that he's not hiding from people. And it's just a level of respect when you get to see that uh, and that honesty from an administrator. So just just quick shout outs for those three. That's awesome, man. Well, hey. Uh, look forward to connecting with you in the future. Good luck with all your classes and everything. And like I said, I'm going to be reaching out to you soon because I think I got some Google form questions and I feel like you, we've talked that you're good with that kind of stuff. So, oh, yeah. I'm a man that loves it. You'll, you'll be hearing from me shortly um, and add it to your admin hours if you need to. But um, I'm going to need some oh, help, yeah. probably about one or two hours with Google Forms. Oh, yeah. You got it, man. You need anything from me, Google Forms, Excel, Google Sheets. I'm your guy. I love it. I appreciate you, dude. Well, hey, enjoy the rest of your 
Saturday unplugged like we've talked about. And, um, you know, go Herm. Good luck this school year. And we'll be in touch. Oh, yeah, that's great. Uh, good seeing you, man. Or not seeing you. Good hearing from you, really. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great one. Later.